0: Hey, new schoolers! Welcome back to another episode. Today we have Malia Watson from Her Roulette. Take it away, Randon Jamal.
1: Well, welcome back to another New School of Thinking podcast. We're super excited to have amazing uh, individuals on the this series, and today we have Jamal and I from the New School side. Who knows where that's Dean is? <laughs> but uh, we've got Malia Watson in the house from Washington,
0: oop, oop, yep, D.C.
1: Oop, Girl, tell him how it is. I wish you could see her because she always has her little uh, D.C. sign in the air. So that's awesome. We'll definitely use that um, to to showcase her, her uh, picture all in all. But welcome to the New School of Thinking podcast. Thank you for joining us today, Malia.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Excited to get into some useful thinking. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Great. Jamal? It's
2: our, pleasure. it's our pleasure.
1: Do you want to take it away? Let's dive in deep into um, Malia's journey. I mean, I've been... Uh, Fortunate to have met this wonderful individual out in Boston when uh, we were encountering some other experiences for me, it was more educational and Malia is a trooper there that has stuck through the educational path um, at school so through that we learned about uh, a really cool blog community that she has started but moreover she's a scientist that has catered towards that creative side of her. So we'd love to learn more about that. Tell us a little bit more about um, her roulette is, and the the story. Yeah, store. her outlet.
0: Um, so her outlet, yeah, her outlet, um, it is a lifestyle brand, um, an outlet for um, young professional individuals, specific towards African-American professionals or women. Um, and we hit on different subjects, life hacks, Um, Everything from edibles to how to respond to professional emails. So you have a pretty wide range of topics that we hit. Um, We also highlight other African-Americans in the community by doing, um, we do a once a month um, graphic. Uh, It's called Back to Business, or About Her Business, sorry, About Her Business. And we highlight um, an African-American woman changing or making a huge impact in the community. Um, so it's a, it's a wide range of different things. There's five of us that are involved in it and I, um, sit as the creative director for it. Um, so I go over any type of content that comes in or out of Heratlet. So follow us on Instagram, Heratlet. Her sure. We'll <laughs> of
2: sure. course, we will, we will share that information, of course. And, uh, how did that, how did that come about? Like, how did, how did you meet these four other individuals and how did that come about?
0: Yeah, so, um... The five or the four of us actually went to Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, Florida together. Um, it's uh, the number one HBCU in America or historically black college. Um, for those of you who don't know, I know you guys are on the candidate side, but a historically black college um, is a college or university that was founded specifically when Negroes in America were not allowed to go to school. Um, and so Florida A&M was established October 3rd, 1887. And uh, my group of friends, we actually got there in August of 2008. So um, we've been friends since freshman year and going into our professional lives, we had a group chat, of course. Everyone has like 13,000 group chats. And we took our group chat to a blog because within our group chat, we would ask each other different questions or bring up different topics or give different recipes or different life hacks. And we said, let's put this on a platform that we can share with the world and then created her outlet.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. How'd you guys come up with that name?
0: Ooh, that was tough. Um, so we knew that we wanted it to be an outlet. Um, and honestly, we we wanted to play with um, like, a, like a palette, so like if you think makeup. Um, and so we started with the outlet, but that was already taken. And then we played with, like, our outlet and she outlet and all these different, you know, other ways that we could express her outlet. And eventually we got to her outlet, um, which worked out perfectly. We have um, our graphics person, uh, Del Marche Walker. She uh, does all the graphics, and they look absolutely extraordinary. We were really able to play on the her outlet part of it. And uh, we call all of our followers heroes.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah
1: wow you just, just like don't... punched us with that um that title or like that description that's pretty odd like did you guys highlight each other's stories i mean y'all were your friends from from school and that kind of environment and kind of going into this world of establishing like a blog and a community together how has that changed was there like a learning curve or a, a, a change in the way that you guys um even continued your relationship as friends how was that
0: for, for sure so we um when we first launched have you guys ever seen like the fire festival when um you had all these that were posting an orange block right mm-hmm. and that there was, is this is orange block what is this orange block and that was this like really easy marketing scheme to get people interested in whatever this orange block was and so, um, in turn, what we did when we launched is we each posted the Her Outlet graphic and then right after that we posted a photo of ourselves and our quote about Her Outlet. And then we had another, so it's three back-to-back posts but you know, Instagram doesn't give you the post at the time, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember what that's called, but um, it doesn't give you the post at the time that you actually post it. So this allotted for, um, at the time there were six of us, six different outlets or 18 different graphics that were being posted on all these different platforms. And people were like, what is this? Like, what is this Her Outlet thing? Like, why is all this pink on my timeline? Um, So that's how we kind of started and opened up our journey. And each of our own graphics and what Her Outlet meant to us um, was a quick blurb on what it meant for us. And so mine has always been, Her Outlet gives me a space to be creative because I work in ORs all day and I wear the same green scrubs or blue scrubs, depending on which hospital I'm in, it gives me a space to voice my opinion on something other than um, that, other than healthcare. So each of us have our own dynamics in what we do. Some of the people do already work in creative spaces or they work in PR. um, And then there's like two of us, like one's a lawyer and myself, we are um, able to utilize this as just a completely different avenue um, that we love. Yeah, basically
2: you guys are using it for what it is it's your outlet oh. right it's her yeah. outlet Touché, to, Jamal. To let go, right? exactly
0: i see you're on board <laughs> already i like that exactly
2: <laughs> i'm actually i'm actually to be honest i'm actually looking at the instagram page right now like i'm scrolling through it right now yeah as we we're talking and um it seems like there was a little bit of an evolution i guess like a little like growth to to the brand as i'm going from like bottom to top um describe that like there must have been some change so when you guys started this or started something some sort of movement um in the beginning it 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 grew into something so describe how you guys um i don't know acknowledge that and decided to continue that
0: yeah um so no yeah definitely like it's it's to the point now where it's almost like you're like baby growing up like we're like one and a half years old like getting out of our diapers and starting to run around you know and um, in the beginning it was um, one it was one person um, kind of um, having to push the sales so one person is really having to do all of the social media all of the graphics everything that we were putting out there one person was having to do which which was very stressful for her. Um, and honestly very unfair mm-hmm. and so it took for that to almost um you know how they say a breakdown is a breakthrough right so it took for that to implode on us in order for us to have to step up in other ways so i've never made a graphic in my entire life um i didn't even know they were called graphics like i call them like gifs or gifs or i don't know i call <laughs> them the wrong thing for the most part like i don't know <laughs> anything about um, any of this like technology stuff so it was a huge learning curve for me and even as of recently like I made um, a breast cancer awareness graphic and everybody on my team they were like so proud of me they're like look how much you've grown look how much like you taking on this project like I volunteered to do that and they're like, look how much look how beautiful it came out so I think that the evolution came with growth over the last year and a half and ultimately it's necessary. So I think that you have to give yourself a space whenever you're starting to dive into a project, especially when like, you know, one aspect of it, but not all of it, you really have to give yourself the space to grow to be able to continue to impact. So um, at first I wasn't allowing myself to based off of insecurities that we all have when we're doing something new. And then to be put in a place where I had to um, made made me get better at it.
1: You definitely That's touched upon, and,
0: like that. yeah, you definitely
1: yeah. touched upon a very um, important, complementary value behind, you know, groups and communities that come together. Like it's important, like you said, to accept that we do have flaws, but someone else on the team. Can fill in those gaps and kind of carry it through and still move that ship forward and that's amazing like congratulations on a year and a half of You know something that you just mentioned was like a whatsapp conversation to an entire community today that that's a lot of persistence consistency and commitment to each other which is amazing so as for like you know, what was that formula because you just mentioned five and then six people. What was that secret formula as to who was part of that equation and what happened when something or was it one thing that kind of eliminated someone else from from that group, that core?
0: Um, I do want to be careful about language like eliminate. Um, nobody was eliminated. Um, I think that people grow and move on and, um, figure out what works best for them and their lifestyle and what they're doing. Um, so at the time it was six, it was six based off of a six person group chat. Um, that six person had so many other creative avenues going on. Like I said, there, we had people who were already creatives and she had so many different creative avenues going on in her life that she just wasn't in a place that. Um, this was fulfilling her or suiting her um, so she she moved on and moved up right like she continued to grow and continues to grow um, and is an amazing person and still completely supportive of her outlet so it was it wasn't a situation of elimination but what it did uh, allow for the five to do is to grow within her outlet and grow within her outlet together um, so I think that I think that it's okay for you to, and I actually wrote this quote the other day, so I'm glad that you brought this up. I think you're allowed to like something as much as you want. I think you're allowed to love it and like dive into it. And then I think one day you are absolutely allowed to decide that you don't like it anymore. You just don't want to do it. Whether your friends are still doing it, whether it's your job, your family, whatever the case may be, you're, you are allowed to decide like, I just don't want to do this anymore. It no longer serves me. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for the experience, and you're allowed to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I think that's just the situation that happened there. Um, so I, I again say to anybody who's starting a new project, like if it no longer serves you, if it becomes harder or worse for you, or adds more stress, and it's not like a fun, fulfilling thing, like don't do it. Find something else that absolutely fulfills you, because that's what life is all about. Oh,
1: for sure. Oh, <laughs> You know, and why I say, like, eliminate was uh, because I think you you definitely touched upon that, too. It's more of a self-reflective crossroad that you're at because you're part of a collective and you may share that vision for so long and then time and priorities come into play. And it's that it's that feeling. And I think I've heard, um, you know, people express because even with New School of Thinking, it wasn't originally three of us, you know, it was all about scouting out the right people but understanding the dynamics that we bring when we are working together like this is almost a year or less than a year right Jamal like this less than a year but I think it's it's been so much more solid than those who have been expressing like oh I feel eliminated or excluded from this but I was like that was a choice that you had made so I'm glad that you you mentioned that it's more of a you you come first you as an individual come first and you're complementary to that community comes second and that's totally okay and i think that's totally where it should be where everybody's sure. accepting sure. where people are at so thank you for highlighting that jamal
0: do you, you take- diving further into i i would love to understand a little bit further what um you guys look like as Newborns and what you you know look like now today as a one-year-old or a toddler. So,
1: uh, you know what? That's a really funny story because we had a magic number as well. So our magic number was three, but um, the third person was not Jamal at that at the start of this and to be To have like a timeline for you. We started in um, 20 end of 2018 and then grew into 2019 worked on a lot and then that 3 grew into 5 which is your magic number now. And then slowly when you know when you start understanding so we've gone through that break the breakdown points and we as in myself and Dean have been that consistent I guess the duo since the the group change, dynamic change, but we hosted a lot of events to really understand it wasn't really about us when we when we spoke about vision. And mission that we were on it's more of just individually we wanted to create impact and funny enough our visions kind of aligned because there were similarities as to what we wanted to conquer and Jamal is a good friend of Dean's and he was invited to uh, one of our hangout events it was a new school of thinking event and uh, came out and the way that he thought and the way that he communicated it was just natural but it was also about comfort but the thing like I mean, to compliment Jamal today, and I hope he knows this every day, that his vulnerability was definitely something that was a very strong attribute and it really complemented our growth individually for for Dean and I. I mean, I can't speak for, for Dean alone, but um, at least for myself, that vulnerabil- vulnerability point really opened up a lot of synergy between, especially Jamal and I's stories of what we've been through till this very day and when we found those similarities we're like if we can trust each other enough because we were strangers at that point we were just strangers but i always i always go by this quote of like you know understand like you got to treat everybody with kindness because at some point this friend that you call today was once a stranger so what was that journey like and it just came down to three and we buckled down and again to your points that you've highlighted of that you know, a lot of the flaws or the 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 graphics, our graphics guy is right here. Like the man is on point. He'll just jump to it. He'll execute. And um, there's obviously a lot of, uh, uh, I guess, pockets for growth as always. And I think that's what we allow ourselves to do is to learn to fail together and know that we're in this together. But yep. that was kind of how new school of thinking came along thank you for asking this was supposed to be about you but i love (laughs) i love you for that too um but jamal did you have uh did you have any like thoughts or or comments to to that question
2: yeah i mean thank you first of all and uh it's basically yeah the same thing like i I felt the same way when i first came into that that talk it was literally it was literally a talk at you know the indigo starbucks and i was late because i remember i was at the gym and I passed it, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" I said. I told Dean, "I will turn. I will come to this." So I turned around. I was almost at home. I turned around and came back. And you know, it's a glad. I'm glad I did that because it was a eye-opening experience, and it wasn't only my vulnerability. It was yours and Dean's and everybody at the table. Mm-hmm. Like that's what, that's what kind of drew me back to the group because I came in thinking that okay, we're just gonna meet a bunch of people. I wouldn't talk too much. You know, we'll sit there and see what it's about, and then as people started to open up that's when you start to feel comfortable and you start to talk and, and you start to connect with people so vulnerability to me is a big thing if you want to connect with somebody you have to kind of expose that vulnerability right um but as you said like we are still in the baby stages we are still growing we are still learning each other and we're still uh we're still trying to figure out I guess the roles and responsibilities, but at the same time, we each of us know that we play a bigger part than just one, two, or three things, right? And that's what—that's what, that's what um, is satisfying about this is that we kind of have the same mentality in terms of work, work ethic, and dedication. And the one thing that everybody keeps telling me whenever they ask me about the podcast or about the uh, new school of thinking, you know, they—they they commend us for our consistency. Yeah, and that is that's you know, exactly hearing hearing about your story too, um, being consistent with these posts and just flooding people's timelines and, and yeah. you know seeing pink everywhere and the boxes everywhere like that's the same thing. Yeah, be consistent. No matter how small uh, the act is, how small anything is, just be consistent, and you will be recognized for it. So, <clears throat> thank you for highlighting that consistency point because it it. I, I'm starting to realize that it is a big part of any project and any portion you know, what sure. they want to call it, movement or anything like that yeah. but uh, it's definitely coming up again and again and again and again and mm-hmm. I, I, I suspect it will be continue to be highlighted throughout our impact series going forward
0: that's one thing that we have good feedback that we get as well is the um, consistency piece of it and while you know people don't know what's going on Behind the scenes, I, I don't always feel like the consistency is there, and not in the sense of any of my um, teammates or colleagues. Just like, I'm like, but, but we still need to do this and we still need to do that, right? It makes my mind race, and people are like, you guys are so consistent, like, it's so great, but they don't know the work that work. it takes to get to that consistency. For, sure. For um, sure. Also, with that being said, I know Ren is very big on um, vulnerability, so I love that that's become um, such a staple within your guys' project because that's like one of the first things that I learned about Ren was that was about vulnerability and how much she appreciates that so that's huge that that was um, across the board. I love that. No but we yeah, tapped think, into that. I think right? it is important.
2: So... Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry sorry, to interrupt you but I think no I think it is important and I think that what what new school of thinking and even even um, her outlet is about is big and being vulnerable because you want to connect with people yeah that's
0: that's things for me so um one of the things that we always have is like uh my posts are very vulnerable like i i talk about drugs i talk about sex i talk about money like i really dive deep and write about things that i would want to read about and then so some of the other writers are like well how did how were you able to write this or why didn't you write that and going over their pieces, I'm like, well, like, tell me why you, I should save this amount of money. Like, what happened in life that I need this money hack, or why can't I just like go outside and buy it whenever I want? So really, showing that getting the the follower or the hero to jump in there and say like, oh my god, like I just blew a bunch of money this weekend too out at a hookah spot and buying shots for everyone. Like, how do I like life hack to make enough money this week or save enough money this week so that I can get back to real life? Um, So that vulnerability is so important is what I'm trying to get at.
1: No, and I think there's a lot of truth in that. I think being honest, um, vulnerable kind of taps into that door but honesty or the truth is that door in itself. Like in the world where a lot of folks are trying to pretend and, this might be a little sour comment in regards to all these, like, influencers, but it's like, yo, truth be told. And I think a question for you, because it was just passing my mind when we were talking about how we were, how New School and her outlet, I called a her roulette, a roulette at the beginning of my bed, um, uh, came together. <laughs> but tell me the truth in regards to, you guys were friends, so it was natural to start this. Do you guys still hang out as often? Like, how does that look like? Because I'm telling you, we don't hang out every day. New School of Thinking don't hang out every single day, but to me, I, at least for 2020, my my 10 fingers were gonna establish the 10 people I wanted to put my effort and my persistence and consistency at, and Jamal is definitely one of them. But we don't see each other every single day, but he's still part of that tight-knit circle, someone that I know I can count on. So how is the reality behind her outlet? Like, Are you guys hanging out every day? Is that the picture that people are perceiving with all the posts or what's that reality like?
0: Yeah, so um, the five of us uh, talk on a consistent basis. The cool thing about us is that, um, yes, we all went to college together, but um, two of us lived in New York, two live in DC and one in Chicago. So um, we do have to make efforts to actually hang out and see each other, it's not as easy as, you know, if we all lived in the same city, obviously, but, like, I spent New Year's Eve with the one that was in Chicago, and um, my goddaughter was born last month, and that's one of the ones that lives in New York, and I witness that birth. Um, I drove up there as soon as I knew she was in labor, and the other person that was in New York came to the hospital as well. And wow, the one yep. who lives in D.C. comes over my house randomly, and I'm like, do you have a key? Like, when did you get here? So <laughs> there is... Um, there is still the friendship background there for all of us. Of course, all of our lives, like one's having a baby, one's getting married, one just got her first apartment, like I'm getting my MBA, like all of us have these different um, avenues. One went from being in corporate America to now she is a yoga instructor and starting her own yoga business, you know what I mean? So we're all in this like transitional phase and continuing to, I, I say growth a lot, so just continuing to grow and develop as humans, Um, so it's not as easy as it used to be when we were 18 years old and one's dorm was upstairs, one downstairs, Um, but we do put in continued effort to um, consistently be friends. And one of the things that we consciously do is make sure that when we are all five together, um, yes, we can um, slice out this bit of time to talk about her outlet, but also we recognize that when we, whenever we get together, whenever we talk, let's not spend all of our time talking about this vlog. Let's get into our, our hopes, our dreams, our goals, our loves, our hurts, all of that. Wow. So, but I like your 10 finger thing. What is that? Cause I, um, I want to do that.
1: Just 10. I think a lot of, uh, a lot of lessons were learned year to year. And I know we talked about resolutions. We had a, whole conversation about that to wrap up last year, but it wasn't even about resolutions. It was about being present, you know, present with um, people. And I, I know I just highlighted Jamal, but Malia, you're definitely part of that uh, top 10 as well. It's about making that top 10 list of, uh, at least for me, I know a lot because of that vulnerability piece and how much importance it has for me. I know and I have realized I give a lot of myself and my energy into so many people's lives. And I mean that humbly because I'm just present. Even with a stranger, I, I love listening to their stories and I'm tuned in, but it taps out my energy so quickly yeah. that I don't I no longer have it to invest in the people that um, not matter more, but just I just prioritize them for various reasons. So when this kind of year came along, I just wrote 10 people's names that I'm like, they would be, like, it, it's just easy decision making. I'm not going to be at a crossroads where one person is calling me to some party and the important person on my top 10 list is calling me to just have tea. Yeah. I could just make that easy decision being like, hey, I'm not available for your party. Um, Dean or yeah. Jamal or Malia needs me and I'm, I'm going to go there kind of thing. So... It's just kind of decluttering uh, a lot of the networking or like all these acquaintances. The network yes. of acquaintances. I am just focusing on the network of friends and good friendships and presence. So that's that's just kind of my little uh, thing for for this year. And I beyond, love that. Hopefully. Makes me,
0: I have to make my way out to Toronto soon.
1: Yes, come <laughs> yes. through.
2: Definitely, definitely. Check you guys out. 10 people is a lot, though. I'm not gonna lie. I'm trying to think of 10 people right now, but
0: see? I
2: don't know. <laughs> see? Ten. I have five. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, uh, Good.
1: To I had to include go. some oh, that toes. Was quick. That was quick. But write it down. I would say just write it down and kind of like just. Either attach a little why as to why you believe that you need or want to provide that time and effort there, because I think mm-hmm. it'll definitely restructure and be more conscious when you're you're actually in their presence, because you're gonna put that phone down. You're not, and that that's also something. It's like picking up on our little cues that yeah. we do, um, do like uh, without any kind of thoughts exactly so one of
0: my one of my hard boundaries so um, my therapist I do therapy once a week and she I tell her about going on like dates and things like that and one of my hard boundaries is no phones on dates and so like as soon as like the guy like starts taking out his phone out to text he's like oh like um do you mind if like we just hang out like of course I say it in a polite way the first time and then eventually it gets to the point where I'm like no phones like no phones that's a hard boundary for me already but um it, I was going to say something else. To your point of uh, uh, the friends. So I have 10, like, consistent friends that I do pour into, constantly, constantly pouring into, and they pour into me, right? We keep each other's cup full. However, um, one of my goals this year was to um, go to, like, lunch, tea, coffee, dinner with somebody that I don't know very well but, like, um, influences me. And so maybe not, not, like, an influencer like, Instagram or something like that, but maybe they're... Um, they work in the hospital and they're constantly doing this or maybe in the community they're always doing that like just trying to start um building a network of people who are actually making a, a major impact within their mm-hmm. worlds um mm-hmm. so that I, I like the 10 one but i'm like also like oh yeah but remember this is one that you wanted
2: to do so making comparisons. comparison
1: no for sure yeah. i mean that's, that's, that's
2: own, right? yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be 10 close friends or anything like that but. I think it's your comfortability like what you're comfortable with sure like how your goals at that, at that time Yeah, for sure. be, right? be
0: selfish be
2: selfish exactly yeah be selfish a lot of people don't be selfish but
0: i agree with that i need to get better better about that <laughs> no i mean you've, you've given
1: us so much of your time Malia, and dove into so many in-depth and important um values And pillars that you would need for either uh, on an individual perspective as well as being part of creating impact and thank you for the impact that you have been creating thus far Um, and again like for for those who are listening I've only met Malia like what we can count I think ten days or a little bit more than ten days because uh, we met up in Boston uh, for school or through school so in a short period of time thank you for at least in my, in my life of, uh, of being such a light and spirit and reminding us to be consistent with, with our journeys and, um, being so gracious when we've asked you to, uh, invited you onto this platform. So thank you so much for, for sharing all that. I know it's not going to be the last one, uh, for the impact series or the new school of thinking podcast. We'd love to have you, uh, on for more. And I think we can dive into that whole, like, The the perspective around dating and like, you know all of that like we can dive into that because I think there's some realness uh, Beyond just like lists of don't do this and do this and whatnot, but we can keep it light
2: Let's just yeah. make sure we have another guy for, for that one, because I can't be the only one yeah, here. Yeah, you don't bully you know it. Mean? I, I don't think I want to be the only one here for that. So, uh. I just hate
0: that Why
1: now. would I you just know. take the perspective of, like, yo, I got all the notes, and I got the info first. Spill thank the tea, man.
0: sis. The ladies need it. The ladies need it. We're struggling out here. <laughs>
1: for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you again. Again.
2: thank you again. Yeah, so much.
0: Of thank course. Of course. of course. No, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Um... Mm-hmm definitely would love to even collaborate with you guys sometimes and we'll make sure that her outlet um helps with whatever you guys are trying to continue to do so
1: thank you for having me Thank thank you thanks for listening to the new school of thinking hope you enjoyed today's episode If you'd like to hear more content like this and see Jamal be part of more of these conversations, please make sure to like, subscribe, and share. Have a good one.